I don't care if it, the, the computer's getting mad at me because I use You can turn it. off spell check. We'll talk key systems, tra- trash bay tubes, and more. Trans bay tubes. Be nice. It's a decent piece Whoa. of infrastructure, even if it's a piece of shit. <laughs> Woke liberal leftists <laughs> destroyed by train Woke in liberal trans <laughs> bay tubes. Woke liberal leftists indoctrinate San Francisco with a trans bay shaft. The liberals are transing our oceans now. <laughs> My favorite verb. Where's our straight baby tube? That's what I'm asking. Yeah. The heterosexual tube as God intended. Well, we can build that in Marin County. The hetero bay tube. <laughs> it stays on one side. It only goes to Oakland. <laughs> and stops in the middle. Yeah. At the island. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the cis bay tube. Excuse me. Not <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. My God. Got all your woke vocab work. Yeah, it just goes up. to, what is it, Governor's Island or yeah. whatever, and then you stop there, you can get <laughs> off, go to the surface, get on a ferry or a bus. But that's a transfer. Fuck! No. <laughs> so, you're just stuck on the island. I'm so woke right yeah. now. <laughs> oh, we could just go from Marin County to Alcatraz Island. I mean, that would still be a cis bay tube, so I'm and down. And just stop there, and then you can take the ferry with the tourists. Yeah. Hear me out. Central Subway Extension, but instead of going to Geary Boulevard and across the Golden Gate Bridge, it just keeps going straight until it gets to Marin County, just under the widest part of the bay, like eight miles of light rail tunnel. Love it. Great. I'll Good point. Love it. I'm looking at it. Every American now. transit agency be like, I love this so much. <laughs> this is the best idea I've and ever And you wonder why it costs. Even things. better, can we put BRT in it? Ah, then we might get funding. Yes. Yeah. New Starts program. Federal government gives all of its money to build a BRT tunnel under the bay. <laughs> I see no issue with Instead this. of extending the central... With battery buses. Instead of extending ah, the yeah. central subway, we extend the... Uh, um, what is it? What road were we next to? Kyle, help. Van Ness. We extend the Van Ness BRT all the way to Marin County under the bay. I'm going to die. Hot take. The Central Subway should have been built like Market Street in two levels, one for BART and one for Muni, and the BART level should extend out into Marin County. That probably would have been a good idea, but they didn't do that. We should redefine what a bus is (laughs) so we can get federal funding to make bus. We just buy, like, you know those pacer things that they had in the UK that were a rail bus or whatever? It was just a bus with rails instead of, um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just get one of those, call it bus rapid transit, but Make it's sure just it regular rapid transit <laughs> just yeah. with the shitty buses. I don't see any... Or do the Tom Scott video thing where it's a bus that turns into <laughs> oh a train. Oh, my God. <laughs> we should have more of those. This is how we can um, get the feeder, like, the good feeder qualities <laughs> of a uh, of a busway and the capacity and speed of a light rail system all in one go. It just turns into it. Exactly. No no transfer. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, no transfers. (laughs) (laughs) Problem solved. Hey, we might get funding then. Yeah, we can even get it in Florida. We could do it in Texas. (laughs) Texas be like, well, if this thing don't have any transfers (laughs) in it, then I am happy. (laughs) Okay. How to sell transit. 
Oh, not transit. Wait, <laughs> uh, um, moving people. Moving it. Moving it. Yeah. yeah. Move. Move it. Move it. Move it. <laughs> We're starting a startup. We're calling it Move It, so we can sell public transportation to places that don't like trans people. Mm-hmm. And tell people that their cars contain. Um, Trans fat? Estrogen. No, estrogen. <laughs> estrogen carburetor. <laughs> <laughs> There's soy in your car. It's turning you into a s- slur. It's turning <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Transmission is what I was going for. <laughs> no! <laughs> There's no transmission in our buses. They use direct power to move. They've got a direct drive. That's right. Yeah. They're electric. Infinite gearbox. Well, no you, transmission required. Well, this is how electric motors work. They just don't have gearboxes exactly. and transmissions. Oh, wait, we could probably <laughs> get DeSantis unironically on board with this. Just like, we need... Uh, I can't do a Ron DeSantis voice. What does he sound like? Uh, I, I imagine he, he's like really irritated. Hey, Donald. <laughs> Ron DeSanctimonious? Ron DeSanctimonious? <laughs> I love Donald Trump so much. He's <laughs> just <laughs> little D. Did he actually call him Ron <laughs> DeSanctimonious? Oh, he right, Ron the He calls him little D. <laughs> 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 well, there's, there's other ones. I love, I love, I love Donald Trump. Trump. Look, he may have been like a terrible president, but he was really funny. And this I think that true. this is underrated how funny Donald Trump is. <laughs> Um, he's best with nicknames, to be honest. Oh, I know. Yeah. How do you come up with, like, just on the spot, Ron DeSanctimonious? See, it's objectively not good, and that's what makes it so good. I know. <laughs> Tiny D. <laughs> Man, he's going to smack that little weirdo down in the primary so hard. I would hate to win against him. This is going to be a special thing to watch. It's going to be so fun. As a political science major, I've never looked forward to anything more in my entire life than the future Republican debates. Oh, my goodness. Donald Trump, Ron DeSanctimonious, he's very bad. He doesn't know what he's doing. You know, I call him Little D because he has no plans for America. Unlike me, I have huge plans, big wall, big immigration, China, (laughs) big league. Okay, here's um here's a list of nicknames for Ron DeSantis. Oh boy, I forgot about Meatball Ron. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't get that one. It's because he's like red and he has like sausage. <laughs> See how'd you come up with that? That's so creative. Uh, Tiny D. Okay. Uh, Ron the establishment. <laughs> <laughs> Shut down Ron. <laughs> Ron Dishonest. Ron Dishonest. Uh, Soros. Ron Dishonest. Uh, Ron DeSanctimonious. Okay. And Ron DeSanctus. <laughs> we spent all the IQ on coming up with this stuff. Uh, I, I just, uh, I always forget about Meatball Ron. <laughs> so I think good. that's been his favorite one lately since he got indicted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Okay. It's a, sh- it's a shame he was president because he could have been a really good nickname Kamuafa. Like, you just, ha- like, yeah, is that like a job in Obama, the cabinet? Obama <laughs> should have hired him as a speechwriter. To be like speechwriter, and so Obama can just be like, you know, small dick Romney or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so it's such a good way to shut people down. It's just, just a, it's call amazing. Them names, uh-huh. yeah. 
Uh, That's a good, insane plan. Okay, we should probably start this because I have a bunch of homework uh, to Good plan. Do we have a Patreon episode today or is that next no, week? No, I didn't do it because I don't have time. Do it next week. Yeah, and I finished this like just before this because I spent all afternoon writing a paper, so. Oh, we can read your paper. No, you cannot read my paper. Aw, even yeah. if it's just for the patrons. We're not reading my paper for the patrons. We'll record the stupid episode next time when I'll be less busy. But we should record your paper. I, I have something we can read for the patrons. Oh, do we want to read my like little article I had to write on the Greater Idaho Movement and why it's bad for democracy? I can do that if you want. Yeah, let's do that. But first, the actual episode. Welcome to the Internet. Live from the Marriott Library at the University of Utah, this is the Red Line Podcast. I'm your host, quote, a small gray orb floating in midair, unquote, and these are my co-hosts... Kyle Holland and... Alex Fielder. Today we're talking about Bart, everyone's favorite Simpson character turned regional metro. We'll talk key systems, transbay tubes, <laughs> and more after the news. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do
or make Salt Lake City normal. I feel like people would take that, take offense to that. I feel like they would think that we're like Mormons and we just want to yeah, like... Yeah, probably. Yeah, we, we want to have spooling suburbs. Yeah, no. Yeah. And no what I mean by normal is like... Do like city things, like build infrastructure and have restaurants. I don't know what I mean by normal. Like people should like act nice to one another is what I mean by oh. normal. So like, and not yell, yell at each other on the train anymore. Like, we should stop that. Like, be normal, guys. <laughs> well, See, we, we norm- would be normal if we still had streetcars and everyone <sighs> held hands and... Well, define normal we public because a lot more crap happens on many other transit systems than does here. At least you don't have, like, mass stabbings. That much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mass, yeah. Go UTA. I don't think we've had a stabbing this year. That's good. We still got, like... <laughs> There's time to change it, baby. <laughs> in Minecraft. Let's, had... let's get those numbers up in Minecraft. No, <laughs> we don't have that much petty theft, which is good. Yeah. Is it... Yeah. Unlike on BART, where they have a lot of petty theft. Oh, can we put more s- rich white people on our trains? That is not the solution. The solution. The solution is to have more people with jobs in our trains. People with jobs don't steal. Generally, crime. yes. Because if you crime, if or you steal. have ec- if fun fact, if you have economic stability, a place to live and a job, uh, you don't you feel probably don't do crimes. Well, you don't steal because why, and you don't violent crime because then no job. So, in other words, the actual solution to crime is a good social safety net, but we're not ready for that <laughs> conversation, and neither is Bart. Do 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 do. Uh, so, what? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Bart Simpson, Simpson, would you like to introduce this episode? Uh, crap, what's the thing he would say? I, caramba, I sure do like trains. He would say, eat my shorts, car drivers. (laughs) Yeah, eat my shorts, cagers. I'm taking the Bart. I am El Barto. (laughs) Etc. Doe, wait. You should write. You should ride Bart in Bart cosplay. I'm sure someone's probably yeah, done that's, that. That has to have happened. Like, there's like, oh my gosh, he's gonna look it up. If this is like a non-copyrighted picture, it has to go in the image now. But like, <gasps> that's great. I love it. Hi, Karumba. I sure do like trains. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, the history of BART truly begins in 1893 when Francis, quote, Borax, unquote, Smith. <laughs> what, did he invent Borax? If you wonder how he got rich, yes, he did. <laughs> okay, um, cool. Began buying up land in the East Bay and developing it using electric streetcar lines. Why can't we have streetcar tyrants today? <laughs> because capital costs. Because you didn't have to make things safe back in the day. You could just kind of build them. So it like, could be two guys with a shovel and some railroad ties that would build your entire electric streetcar line. Versus now when you have to be like, you know, safe and there's these standards. And at that point, it's cheaper just to build a crappy road. And you can't just have some guy build your rolling stock in his backyard. <laughs> yeah. Streets are full, too. 
of cars. That's also true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. But good planning. Good planning. Yeah. Uh, in 1903, he founded the Oakland, San Francisco, and San Jose Railroad. Oh, okay, so this person is single-handedly responsible for for all crime in modern-day Oakland. That would be racism. Oh, was Francis Borax Smith racist? Well, probably. He was a white guy in the 1800s. But, like, <laughs> no. The the reason... Oh, are we really going to talk about crime in Oakland? Fine. The reason there is crime in Oakland is racism. Period. They built freeways to put all black people in one place. Period. And then sold them cocaine that they bought to fund rebels in... Central America and gave it to them and then there were drug wars and redlining and all sorts of nasty stuff from the cops that made Oakland into a dangerous place in the 90s. Yeah, that'll do it. Now it's not that dangerous. So how about we blow up all the freeways and stop being racist? (laughs) I don't know if blowing up the freeways would help at this point with the racism. Oh, yeah. Because no one, because the people who were you know, Redline now can't afford to live in Oakland anymore because it costs a billion (laughs) dollars to live in the worst part of town. (laughs) Great. So, there you go. Um, So, uh, the the railroad is being founded. Yeah. And the naming is uncreative. It would go on to be renamed the key system after someone noticed that their route map was shaped like a key. Also, that's a better name. The Oakland, San Francisco, and San Jose Railroad is a dumb well, name. Well, like, railroad naming conventions are like... Place like, Railroad. Like, if if UTA was a railroad from the 1800s, it would be named the Salt Lake City Draper Daybreak and West Valley Railway. Traction Company. And Traction Company. <laughs> Light, and Light and Traction, traction company. company, yeah. <laughs> they put the lights on Parley's. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you see, yeah, it's a light and traction company. Um, so initially, passengers seeking to cross the bay had to transfer walk. from... Yes, Underwater. Kyle, they had to walk... In scuba gear. Yes. With which lead e- weights on their feet. Which existed in 1903. Well, they had, like, the really, really creepy, like, leather mm-hmm. bubbles with, like, the tiny glass windows with the metal cages over yeah, them. The Scooby-Doo villain uh, yeah. scuba suit, as we say. You guys can't see the face I'm making right now, but, like... No, so so they started swimming across the bay. No, so they had to take the streetcars and then do a transfer to a ferry. Oh, we have swimming machines now that swim for you. Yeah, come, into, come on, right up to my Victorian swimming machine. It is, swims just like a real man at four miles an hour across the bay. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that sucker go. Um, it's powered by horses on treadmills. Powered by 14 horses on the finest treadmills to be imported from India. <laughs> Land of exotic so silks well. and spices. Gee, I sure do hate black people. <laughs> <laughs> It's spot on. It's crazy. <laughs> You've even got like the volume down where they just yell. <laughs> yeah. Look at those commuters go. Um, so anyway, they would get off on this like really long pier they had sticking out into the bay that all the trains would go up to and the commuter trains from Southern Pacific. So everybody gets off the side of the train onto the side of the ferry. It was like a big old terminal building they had out in Stilts oh, in the Bay. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's awesome. It's very fun. Um, but then, you know, there's all this increasing demand because the East Bay is growing and San Francisco is growing and all these people are trying to get to San Francisco from the East Bay because... And, you know, ferries are slow and expensive. Jobs are there. 
Interesting. Interestingly. Um, <laughs> getting be like. Well, ferries aren't particularly expensive. But anyways. Well, compared to trains. It's actually, anyway, not completely dissimilar. Cool. Like. This entire ferry episode. In terms episode. of operating costs. Because, you know, the whole point of both ferries and trains is to put a lot of people into one thing run by, like, one to five people. Yeah. Right? But, like, costs to make... One trip across the bay and back, for example. Yeah, it might be more expensive. Probably, Probably is more Especially expensive. given that it takes a lot more it time. It does take longer, but you can and also put more, more energy. people on a ferry than you can put on a train. This is true. It also takes more time and energy. Yes. So, I don't know. Anyway, so they built the bay, they built the bay Bridge in 1936 the to facilitate one. commerce across the Bay Area. And the first Bay Bridge. The first Bay Bridge, the one that didn't break. Or the one that did break. Uh, It opened in 1936, and key system trains began rolling directly across the lower deck of the bridge into San Francisco. Oh, cool. (laughs) So there was actually trains across the bay before the current trains across the bay. Good. Uh, Against, uh, along the lower deck of the bridge? Mm -hmm. What was on the upper deck? Cars. Oh, okay. And there were cars on the lower deck as well, but there was like a reservation for all the interurban trains. Okay, cool. It was kind of fun. Um, ridership peaked during wartime years, as it did almost everywhere, with about 22 million people riding uh, the key system across the bay in uh, 1945. So that's a lot of people, right? I would say. Um, yeah. But in 1947, after the war ended, the key system was bought up by the infamous National City Lines. Ooh. Does anyone remember National City Lines yeah, from episode three of the Red Line yeah. podcast? Yep. Who definitely were not involved in a conspiracy to destroy public transportation in the United States run by GM or anything. No, that'd be despicable. That would be preposterous. Mm-hmm. Pretty rude, I'd say. Anyway, I should note that that conspiracy is widely disputed. Doesn't mean it's not true, though. It's widely disputed, though, so I'm not going to endorse it. Um, but, you know, National City Lines, for some reason, began to cut service. Mm. Mm. And That's strange. Huh? And they raised fares. It's because what? of falling demand for transportation across and the bay. And then ridership began to fall. Hmm. And it kept falling, and they kept raising fares and cutting service, and it kept falling. And then suddenly, oh, you know, in 1958, we have to cut the, you know, the key system. It's going away. There's no one riding it. We just need to, everyone needs to drive across the bay. Yeah, that's perfect. As we can see by BART, there's exactly zero demand for transportation (laughs) by rail across the bay. Clearly not. No, why would there be? Um, You know, BART definitely didn't carry, like, three times as many people across the bay as the Bay Bridge on the average day back in the day. Day. I think it still carries more people across the bay than the Bay Bridge, but, like, (laughs) not as by much as it used to be, yeah. But anyway, um, so, yeah, in 1958, last trains rolled over the Bay Bridge, um, and then before too long, and despite the best efforts of the then-new AC Transit to preserve the tracks, they were torn up to make room for additional automobile traffic over the Bay Bridge. So it became a double-decker auto bridge. Yeah, now it's just like six lanes on the bottom in one direction and six lanes on the top in the other. And this added... Been over it. It's kind of wild. And this modification added capacity. Of cars. Oh. No, I was thinking (laughs) of of people. people. Who cares about that shit? Who cares about people? Yeah, Get on a bus. Wait a second. If we have self-driving cars, then they can just drive themselves around. 
And then they can buy themselves replacements too, and they can buy new tires for themselves. And they can put their mind in a new car. They can fill up their own gas. And then the people can take the train and get there faster. This is like such a wild tangent. It doesn't even like it's not <laughs> even a tangent because it has no tangential relationship well, to what Jam's we were just talking about. Because Jam's whole thing is like about. more cars, modifying the Bay Bridge, more cars. Does it really matter that there's people in the cars if the car companies are getting the money mm, and the oil companies are getting the money? See, mm. the, the toll authority for the bridge, right? Yeah, still get gets money. their money. And then the cars just drive around. Still needs repairs. So we just pay for the tolls on the bridge by driving an endless stream of automated <laughs> cars over cars, it. Yeah, and then the people go on BART, which is also automated. Uh, but then, <laughs> you know, out of the blue, suddenly the Bay Area had a massive traffic problem. And what? Yet, really? Oh, that's, that's I forgot that unlike trains, cars don't just like magically disappear at the end of the line. Right, and it turns out that you can't build another Bay Bridge because yeah, it's big and expensive. Wildly big, wildly expensive, and also doesn't carry that many people. Uh, interestingly, yeah. And so it's just like, what are we gonna do? We have a big problem, and then somebody's like. Hey, the year is 1947, and the Army and Navy, for some reason, are like, we should build a tube under the bay carrying... What do you think that they thought we should put under the bay? Horse-drawn carriages. Tanks. Tanks. What, (laughs) submarines? (laughs) (laughs) Submarine rapid transit. Um, (laughs) Shot. (laughs) (laughs) You you can make it work. You can make it work. Where did the H come come from? (laughs) Submarine howitzer area rapid. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tap your fare card and then climb down in the top of the submarine. And then fire off a howitzer to get the thing going? <laughs> yeah. To start the chain reaction in the nuclear engine? I don't know how that works. Shoot a missile out the back. Uh, but the Army and Navy were like, hey, we should put high speed electric trains under the bay. Because <gasps> they hold people? Because they hold a lot of people and, and we it can't would cost build another trains big and bridge. And it would cost less than building another bridge. Well, I mean, probably not, but, like, it can carry a lot more people than the bridge can. So per unit people, it, could cost, it would cost way yeah, less. Yeah, right, and oh. we're trying to get a billion people into the financial district to work, you know, nine to five counting spoons or whatever people do <laughs> in offices. <laughs> so the army did it? The army and the navy were the original ones who came up with, like, the current idea of the train. They must have been too. bored but once we ran out of war. The Army Corps of Engineers was no longer like building frantically building air bases, in, <laughs> and the CBs were no longer frantically building air bases in the Pacific every two days, so they needed something to do. Could, could this have been like, oh, we only have a bridge right now? Maybe people would definitely target that during the Russians. See that? Uh, that could also be a like we still a need rationale. See, maybe military industrial complex good as long as we put it to work doing like everyday stuff. See, that, that's that's uh, how we should nationalize seen, we've, roads. We've seen from Muni that the military industrial complex doing things that are not military is very bad, as evidenced by the trains, the, the Boeing. Boeing trains. Okay, well maybe Boeing just took a air air thing, <laughs> and then whichever brand, whichever helicopter rapid transit, whichever military contractor makes train equipment no for the military, no fixed guideway costs. <laughs> Just get like those Chinook helicopters that they use in like Iraq. You know the big two-engine ones; they can carry like 500 people in them. Just neek. You need to commute to school. Yeah. Sounds elevator fun, right? rapid. Wait, elevator. Yeah. Wonkavator rapid transit. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty quick. That's, that's literally just, just personal just rapid transit. Yeah. 
Um, so except with more wheels, you know, and people have been kicking around this idea since 1911, um, but nobody like knew how to build anything like that until like the 50s. So in 1951, the state legislature of California created the San Francisco Bay Area Rapid Transit Commission which was initially comprised of 26 representatives from each of the nine counties that touched the bay. Uh, By 1957, they had drawn up a master plan for both transportation and development in the entire Bay Area, which would be adopted by the regional planning organization 10 years later. Engineering for the project was ongoing between 1957 and 1962, forming the basis for the system that BART would become. Initially, it was planned to be a five-county system running from the peninsula through San Francisco and across the bay to Oakland, where it would split in two, running both north and south to serve all of the East Bay. There would also be a line along Geary Boulevard in San Francisco, crossing the Golden Gate Bridge to serve Marin County. So, um... Ambitious. What everyone wants today. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but we didn't build it when it was cheap. No. And now we may never, and now we'll probably never have it. Yeah. Well, we might well, have, like, bougie Caltrain. We Cal could train. get it. We could get it. We'll probably have bougie, bougie we Caltrain. We can, we can do whatever we want. Because I'm proud to be an American. Because at least I know I'm free. More like the Golden Gay Bridge. I can drive right. everywhere. I can drive my truck anywhere I want. And Even. parking will be free. <laughs> and I'm proud to stand up. They still can't see me over the hood, and I get run <laughs> down on Maine. <laughs> I'm yeah. a good country western singer. Yeah, know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you would. Realistic. <laughs> Not really. Um, Pretty freeing circling for parking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the final plan was created in 1961, and community engagement began shortly thereafter. Unfortunately, San Mateo County, on the peninsula south of San Francisco, withdrew from the plan due to the existence of Caltrain, or at its predecessor at this time, which was still the Southern Pacific Commute. <laughs> mm. See previous episodes. I see previous episodes, yeah. Uh, which forced Marin County to withdraw, so only San Francisco, Alameda, and Contra Costa counties would see new rapid transit service. I thought Marin County withdrew over concerns over the Golden Gate Bridge, not... Footnotes, there were also concerns about whether or not trains could feasibly run over the Golden Gate Bridge, creating even more concerns about running trains to Marin County. The financial reason they had to pull out was because San Mateo County pulled out. The, like, engineering reason that they sort of thought about pulling out was because of the bridge. Gotcha. (laughs) Um, So the final reduced plan was presented to the voters in 1962 and approved by a narrow 61.2 to 38.8 vote. Which in California is narrow because the margin is 60. Which is 60. I still hate that. It's very cursed. 61.2 sounds like a smashing success. What was that meme I sent you earlier, Kyle? I don't remember. I, I remember. Uh, it was like, oh yeah, it said, California. Uh, this is from Twitter user at leftistbraden. California be like, president slash senate, D67R33. Uh, initiative, should we give people the death penalty for camping outside a park? Yes, 72, no, 28. And I feel like that describes California politics. for Muni funding, 5941. <laughs> yeah, 59-41. <laughs> Murder homeless people, 6139. <laughs> yeah, like we said last episode, this whole 60% threshold isn't really helping good things get passed and bad things not get passed. Yeah, really. It's mostly just stopping good things from getting passed. But anyway... Yeah. Um, 
But it was passed, and it was actually quite unexpected that it was passed because most like pundits and people thought it wouldn't be passed because you know this is really expensive. This is the age of the automobile. We're going to drive everywhere, except not over the Bay Bridge. Yeah, except apparently over the Bay Bridge because it took five hours. <laughs> so <laughs> something, something physics, something, something, <laughs> which apparently apply to cars. Do they? Yeah, Karl, Mar- Karl Marx wrote about it in his book. <laughs> das Kapital. <laughs> yeah. Um, so voters approved nearly $800 million in bond issues to build a new rapid transit system, which is over $1.4 billion in today money. That's it? You got... Uh, well, hold on, there's some more costs. The rest of the costs, which would be uh, particularly for the fabulously complicated and expensive Transbay Tube, was to be financed by tolls on the Bay Bridge. <laughs> Okay. I uh, love that. It was going to be $133 million, which is like 200 or $300 million today. That's it? Uh-huh. Uh, this is just like the Portland Tunnel, which you and I were freaking out about because it costs like $150 million for three miles of double track. So anyway, uh, when completed, the nearly $1 billion project total would be 71 miles long and the largest single public works project ever undertaken by a locality. That's so, it? 71 miles of rapid transit for one, parentheses, one billion dollars, which is like two billion dollars today. So like, I don't know. That's not like 25 million dollars a mile for a full ass rapid transit system. (laughs) How much did they spend on the central subway again? One billion dollars a mile. So they got the entirety of BART for the same cost as the central subway. Wow. Dies. So... My point being, every American city should have just built the most extensive metro possible in, like, the 1960s. Yeah. Um, California NIMBYism showed itself early on, however, as... uh, Proving itself to be a cost multiplier. And a force to be reckoned with as soon as the project was underway. Isn't this, like, before NEPA? I think so, yes. So that makes this even harder. Uh, Only a month into the final engineering process, the first lawsuit came in. In all, over 162 separate agreements would be reached with cities, counties, and other local parties during BART's initial construction phases. Do we have, like, a list of what these lawsuits are about? I don't think it's worth it. It's all stupid shit. Well, I was ready to be amused. (laughs) Yes. The the underground grade-separated metro is ruining the view. The (laughs) the tiny-ass viaduct is ruining my view of the freeway. (laughs) <laughs> Haven't you been to Fruitvale? Look at that viaduct. It's ruining it's the It's tiny. You can barely even see the giant freeway behind it. That, that's crazy. I, I, oh. Is that a lot or, like, relatively? What do you mean? Like, the number, number of, of lawsuits? Lo- lawsuits? I'd yeah. say it's pretty low, given the That, that doesn't seem area. too crazy to me for a whole system. Pretty normal, but still, 162 lawsuits? Over what? <laughs> over mostly nothing. <laughs> like, you know... Not great. Mm-hmm. Um, so construction officially began in 1964 after a groundbreaking ceremony presided over by Lyndon Baines Johnson, President of the United States. Damn. Uh, and a four-mile test track in Contra Costa County was the first to be built, allowing BART's advanced broad-gauge trains to enter testing. Uh, construction began to ramp up in 1966, with the first work being done on the Oakland subway and the first of 57 metal sections of the Transbay tube being lowered to the bottom of the day, bay. And I think it uh, bears, like, reminding just how much of, like, a marvel the Transbay tube is. 
Uh, it's 3.8 mile underwater crossing built to support BART. Uh, it's one of the most remarkable pieces of engineering and transportation infrastructure in the United States. Uh, it was designed by Parsons, Brinkerhoff, Tudor, Bechtel, a consortium of firms brought on by the Bay Area Rapid Transportation District to design all the technical aspects of the BART project. And like we said, 57 metal sections, all constructed on the shore in San Francisco, then floated out into the bay, sunk, covered in concrete, sand, other materials, keep it down. Then they would go inside, open it up, connect it to the rest of the tube using pressurized air. I was going to ask about the buoyancy, so... Yeah, no, they it's weighted like it weighted it down with That's concrete because otherwise it would float. I think there Perfectly, some, yeah. Yeah, I good. think there were some like later retrofits, but it mostly just worked. Cool. Yeah, and it's got, you know, it's a pretty standard like undersea tunnel design. It's two tubes, one on each side of the main. The tubes are the part thing, train And then shape. there's like ventilation and an escape duct in the middle. Yeah. Mm. So pretty neat. Very practical. Pretty nifty. Especially practical back in the day when they don't have like the infinite tunnel boring expertise we have in 2023. Well, it's and also geography. There's something you have to understand about the Bay Area's like um, soil and rock conditions is that there are no soil or rock conditions. Ooh, fun. And they're very bad. Um, well, like I believe this is also their earthquake resistance strategy. It's just yes. to have the tube sitting on the soft dirt and then some really fancy flexible things at the end. Yes. I and was the, just and when the big earthquake that. came that broke the Bay Bridge, the BART tube was literally completely fine. Yeah. Because all the earthquake mi mitigations worked as expected. And the land shook and the tube was kind of just sitting on all the soft stuff and the ends were flexing as designed. Well. Yeah. No, it's very seismically resistant, and it's had upgrades since it was built to make it more seismically resistant yes, for when has. the big one trademark comes. <laughs> they spent a lot of money on the seismic retrofits. Yeah. A small fraction of what they spent rebuilding and the And I will bridge, remind but. you that this thing costs less than, like, $100 million a mile in today dollars. That's very impressive. Meanwhile, the blue line extension. Yeah. Uh, so then, construction on the Berkeley Hills Tunnel was completed in 1967, the same year that the famous Market Street Subway began construction. And the Market Street Subway was a nightmare and a half to build because San Francisco is a very high water table. <laughs> and really, so they're just why. pumping like crap tons of stuff out, and they're spending like a million dollars a day on workers, just huge amounts of people building at all times. For like four years, it was wild. Not to mention the, like, trestles on top so you can get to the businesses and buildings. Yeah, and the, mm. and the muni trestles. And you got to make sure that the big buildings don't, like, fall into the hole that you dug the, out of the entire street. Very true. <laughs> um, and while this was going on, contracts were given out for the first automatic train control system in the United States in 1967 to Westinghouse Electric for $27 million. That's it? Mm-hmm. For the entire system. Uh, and then for the new train sets in 1969, two Roar Industries. R-O-H-R, -R, not R-O-A-R. <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagine they don't exist anymore. I think they do. I just don't know what they do. Cool. I just looked it up. Roar uh, Incorporated. Is that Roar Industries? I think so. Um, aerospace Manufacturing. God damn it! <sighs> what is it with Americans? Okay, but these ones worked out at least. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Space Age trains because they're built by a company that makes space things. Well, <sighs> perfect. Um, 
Yeah. So the Transbay tube was finally completed in August of 1969. Whoa. Nice. It was the summer of 69. No, it's the fall of 69. (laughs) (laughs) And the final tunnels on Market Street would be finished two years later in 1971. Unfortunately, due to huge cost overruns due to NIMBYs who forced the relocation of 15 miles of track and 15 stations, as well as high inflation throughout the 1960s, it was increasingly clear that BART would be short of the funds that it needed to build out the system. A cutback was threatened, and despite a $150 million bailout from the California state government, it would take help from an unlikely source for trains to start rolling under the bay. Ooh. Was that a good finisher? Yeah, cliffhanger. Good cliffhanger. Yeah. yeah. And that source is, bleep this out. Unlikely. Yeah. Oh, geez. Ooh. Spooky. So. Oh, we didn't even talk about the part where when they originally opened the tube, for one day you got to walk through it. Yes, that was and the thing. one of the people who worked on the project, I think, was so excited about being the, the first person to walk under the bay mm-hmm. that he started walking through the tubes before they finished draining them at the very end. Like, I think sections 1 through 56 are done, and they're putting in 57, and it's still, like, full of water and everything. And he's starting <laughs> his walk. Huh? Good for him. I yeah. like ambition. He's the far, he's the predecessor of modern foamers. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, that's that's all I got for you today. Like it's a two-parter. So next time you get to learn how beep saved Bart. Great! I don't mm. even have to beep that. Yeah, because I said you. beep. Mm-hmm. Um, I should get you a button. Linus Tech Tips has one for the Wayne Show. So anytime he wants to say a swear word on air, he just pushes a button at the same time. Ooh. I like that. Yeah, so I can just be like, beep, 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 But you can still say the swear word. I'm pretty sure that doesn't actually mean anything in Morse code. I doubt that. But there you go. So please remember to like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube and to leave us a rating on iTunes and Spotify. If you like what we do here, please consider becoming a member on Patreon. Patrons get early access to our regular content, as well as a bonus episode every month, along with other benefits like stickers. Speaking of patrons, ours are... Super duper double track Trans Bay Tube front or Trans Great Salt Lake Tube Frontrunner Tube, Zach Adams at $69.69 a month, at regular frontrunner tier, $10 a month, we have Curtis Herring, Devin Zander, Mike Christensen, and Phobos2390. I love the Salt Lake City flag profile pic. Mm. Yeah. Redline tier, $5. We have... Uh, Brian Smith, Christopher Whaley, DJ Highwell Watkins. <laughs> Highwell. <laughs> did he change his name to that? He, he did, did yeah. <laughs> uh, Jacob Whitecotton, reluctant LA resident, Robert P. Walsh, and Scott Harris. At Blue Line Deer, $3, we have Patrick Sloss, Alex Dykelski, Ben Busaf, Bradley Bondi, Elijah Kensler, Ethan McDonald, Evelyn, G4, Gonzo12, Jack Dean, John Heron Gorman, Martine Hecker Martinez, Old Trolley, Scheuler Hall, and Seth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This has been the Redline Podcast. Go ride the BART uh, with your friends and body armor. <laughs> Go ride the Kyle. Show.
With your friends. With your with a friend. With a friend, yeah. Buddy yeah. system. Mm-hmm. Buddy system. Art buddy system. Wear, what does society come to? Yeah, wear a mask of Bart. Yeah, wear a mask. Yeah, Be nice. Masks are cool. Wearing masks is still good. I don't know why everyone's gotten out of the habit of doing it on transit, but, like, it's still good. Yeah. So. Yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. Peace. I'm going to make, like, an important tunnels tier list. Cool. You being the authority on tunnels? I definitely the authority on tunnels. Man, everything was so cheap back in insert year in the 60s or 50s. I know. Or even Imagine 70s. Imagine Salt Lake City built a metro. We could have had SLART. Yeah, and it would have cost like as Salt much Lake as... Area Rapid Transit SLART. Okay, they would have built it like cut and cover for the price we got tracks for. Probably. Yeah. This is obscene. Well, that's the whole reason we're making a podcast is because no one did that. Yeah, if they did do that, we probably wouldn't need the podcast. No, we, we, would, wouldn't we would not g- be if here If Salt Lake right City now. had like a whole ass subway system, I would just not give a shit anymore. Yeah. yeah we, we would not have a podcast. I hear that, Salt Lake City and at Ride UTA on Twitter. If you... Um, if you build a comprehensive Salt Lake su- City subway system that and I'm decades of with, de- development and improved connecting infrastructure that tomorrow, <laughs> then I will stop doing this podcast and stop saying things about you. Sounds, Sounds like a good deal. Yeah. yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, let's keep doing this podcast. Until uh, actually, Salt Lake City subway. every city that I think I might want to live in should do that. So Salt Lake City has to do well, that. Every. Mid-sized to large city should do this. Yeah. Otherwise, I will. Sorry, every mid-sized to large city should have done this in the '60s. Otherwise, I will beep you in Minecraft. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.